Welcome to the podcast, everyone. We're here for the launch of the Institute of Mental Health and the Centre for Human Brain Health here at the University of Birmingham. Uh, and I'm here with Professor Matthew Broom, Director of the Institute for Mental Health. Matthew, what's today all about? Um, well, thanks for coming, Andre, and supporting our event. Um, today and tomorrow is, a, a, I guess, the formal launch of our two new institutes at the University of Birmingham, I guess, to celebrate what we've achieved over the last several months and what we're planning for the future. So we decided on a sort of strong joint programme and we're delighted with our excellent keynote speakers who will hopefully showcase uh, what's exciting about that interface really between neuroscience and mental health and inspire you know, the research we're trying to achieve and also the patient benefit we want to deliver. We're also very excited about our early career researchers workshop tomorrow afternoon so hopefully an exciting programme to stimulate both people, colleagues in Birmingham but also wider across the country. So for people that don't know, tell uh-huh. us about the Institute of Mental Health here in Birmingham. So the Institute of Mental Health came into existence after my appointment in August um, in 2017 and since then we've been setting up our strategy recruiting etc etc I guess what's exciting about it is on one hand the very close link we have the neuroscience which is exemplified in this meeting with the Centre of Human Brain Health the investment the university has made in imaging and appointments there also our wider interdisciplinary work with both clinicians but also social policy philosophy and ethics service user research etc so I guess What's distinctive about us is is, is that, that strong connection on, on both sides, really, with, with uh, basic neuroscience, but also with wider field of mental health. I guess the other feature that is, is our focus on youth mental health, which I think is very important and timely, given current concerns. So give us a picture of the kind of work that you're doing in youth mental health here in Birmingham. A big variety, I guess. One project I'm leading at the moment is around developing interventions for bullying in, in schools in Birmingham, which is you know very delighted. We've got Louise coming to talk about the, about that topic. Um, my colleague Rachel up the Grove is leading some important work around inflammation in in psychosis. Again, that's linked with colleagues in Cambridge. We're delighted we've got Ed to come and talk about the wider context of inflammation and, and depression and mental illness. Um, we have a strong interest, um, I guess, historically, as people know, in early intervention in psychosis. There's a lot of colleagues are interested in taking those insights and applying it to other areas. Areas of mental health problems, whether it's um, bipolar or, or mood disorders, etc. Et um, a, a lot of work around policy development, and um, particularly um, colleagues are looking at how the government's green paper on improving school-based mental health is being implemented and measured. So, yeah, a variety of work actually, from as I say, neuroscience to very applied social policy. Um, and I guess everyone in the public will know about the issues of youth mental health because mm. you can't get away from it. It's all over the papers every day. Increasing rates of prevalence were being reported poor access to services Mm -hmm. being reported. How do you kind of prioritise what you're working on to try and um, come up with some solutions, I guess, for young people? One of the things we, we have done, which I'm very proud of, and they're, they're here today, is have a very uh, active youth advisory group. So a lot of their input governs our research strategy, our appointments, our, our grant applications, etc. So we try and take seriously their concerns and worries and make sure we reflect those adequately. So that's an important key principle. I think also we need to make sure we don't oversimplify the problem and make sure we try and take it to its complexity and draw on all the academic and clinical resources we have in Birmingham to try and, to try and think about that. And um, I guess work very closely with those who can make practical change, which for us is you know NHS, third sector, social care, to make sure it's not just ivory tower research. We want to make people's lives better. And when, when we published the Mental Health Policy Commission, um, I think that was last year, summer 2018, um, Paul Burst and I went round and met several MPs and, and, and most of them said the same thing as you've just said actually about a constituent who had to wait X months for care or had to travel a long way and that's across, across the country, across the political spectrum. So those stories are there, they're real and they're affecting lots of families. Um, an intervention for bullying in schools sounds mm. really interesting. Tell us more mm. about that. So that, that was an interesting partnership actually. So um, 
We're very fortunate that the youth mental health services are managed by Birmingham Women's and Children's Hospital, which is unusual. So obviously they're maternity, uh, obstetrics, paediatric hospital primarily, but also deal with youth mental health. So we've developed a joint collaboration with one of their public health consultants. I guess being a public health doctor, he's very keen to think about a preventative, universal strategy. And one of the areas we thought had some of the best evidence was looking at whole school bullying interventions, and specifically the Kiva intervention. And we've also teamed up with colleagues in, in, in Bangor who are leading a multi-site national trial into this area. So we're starting out with a, a, well, this term actually, a pilot study looking at schools in Birmingham to see if these materials are usable in the West Midlands, step one. Um, beginning a kind of mixed methods descriptive study of the extent of bullying in Birmingham. And then um, joining forces with this wider study about a, a randomised controlled trial of the intervention in schools. So, you know, hopefully we'll be delivering that intervention to, I think, coming up to 9,000 school children across the city, which, you know, if, if the data translates from Finland to the UK means we'll have a, a marked impact on young people's mental health going forward. That sounds great. So Mark Brown and I are taking this event beyond the room. We've got about 200 people here yep. in the room in Birmingham, but we're also going to have a big audience online. Um, tell us a bit about what we're going to expect in terms of speakers and different okay. sessions over the next couple of days. Um, so we've got a half day today and a full day tomorrow. Um, so today we start with our um, official opening by our Vice-Chancellor, Professor Sir David Eastwood, and then we segue very nicely in, into Louise Arsenault, who I'm delighted to have here as a, as a friend and also, I guess, one of the key international experts on bullying. So it's very important for me to have her have her here. She's important my own, my own research. So Louise will speak. Um, we'll then have um, Ed Bulmore can speak about inflammation and depression. Again, Ed was a consultant back when I was a trainee at the Maudsley and one of the leaders in neuroimaging, which we got into, I got into in the early 2000s. So it'll be delight to have him talking about a very important area of mental health, around inflammation and depression. One of the things as a clinician, you're kind of aware how, how little movement there's been in our treatments. To think about new, new modalities for treatment intervention, I think it's crucially important. So, um, and then after those two keynotes, we have a, a Q&A which the directors of various centres will join the keynote speakers. And Jen Cook, who and the senior lecturers in the school, will kind of chair that. So that'll be an exciting day one and a bit of a, a social event this evening. And then tomorrow we start off again with an opening from, from Ola Jensen, who's the director of the Centre for Human Brain Health, welcoming colleagues. And then we have, um, uh, I guess, four keynotes and a ECR session. So we open with um, Sarah Jane Blakemore, which is which is great. Um, again, an old friend from back in the early imaging days. So Sarah Jane is talking about a, I guess, a crucial issue for, for all of us here around the social brain, its development in adolescence. So um, again, we're very keen to get speakers who demonstrated the importance of that interface between neuroscience and mental health. I think Sarah Jane is a fantastic exemplar of that. And then after a, a break, we have Heidi Johansenberg from Oxford. Um, so Heidi is director of the um, I think Welcome Centre for Integrative Neuroimaging and was FIMRI previously. So Heidi's going to talk a, a, about, about that and how to manage um, clinically relevant neuroimaging research and its relevance to uh, mental health research. That'll be fantastic. We break to having then um, four parallel sessions, um, three of which early career researchers, and one of which I think could be very exciting is our, is our youth advisory group. So Mark can hear exactly about how they've impacted our strategy and research. And I guess what we've tried to do is make sure we have a representative, diverse group of young people. So hopefully that will be exemplified in, in, in that session, as well as um, a good session around uh, mental health, some of our colleagues, our postdoc and PhD students. And then after the ECR workshop, we have two further keynotes from uh, Sylvain Bailey um, from McGill, talking about um, predictive machinery in the brain, and then SE Vidding um, finally on the day, looking about developmental psychopathology. And we close at the end for our final social event. So I think it'll be an exciting couple of days. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really pleased to hear with program. us. Really looking forward to hearing everybody. Uh, the hashtag is launch, <laughs> I-M-H-C-H-B-H. 
Uh, and yeah, thanks a lot for talking to me. Matthew. I know, thank you, Andre. Good to see you. Mm-hmm.